everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Coffee of Coffee Talk. <laughs> if you just joined, Coffee Talks are the short in-between episodes where we read your user-submitted stories, hang out with friends, talk about witchy pop culture, or chat with you about what's going on in our personal practices. <laughs> the pronunciation. Yeah, I'm really enunciating, so that yeah. way I don't have an issue. That's fine and normal. <laughs> So, if you want to be featured on Coffee Talk, email us at submissions at coffeeandcauldrons.com, where you can send us your submissions on our website, coffeeandcauldrons.com. You can send us your tips, your ghost stories, or any kind of funny story you think the community would love to hear. We are still looking for, like, a folklore creature type stories, guys. Come on, give us some. Otherwise, we're going to just start talking about cryptids cryptids next week. We've already discussed this, so give us your stories. We love ghost stories, don't get me wrong. But we don't we don't want to be a one trick pony. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm looking at someone who's on the Discord who has a very good story who needs to write us and share it with us. We're um, looking at you. <laughs> we're looking at you. Anyways, anyways. <laughs> this okay. week, this week, we are going to read some of your witchy mishaps and spiritual stories that are submitted by you guys. But before we get into that, we have a few patreon um announcements to make yes mm-hmm. uh, if you listen to last week's episode you guys would have heard that patreon had a massive glitch this month basically what had happened according to patreon is that they switched their um financial provider and it marked everyone as fraudulent you might have gotten one of these messages from your bank or similar but because of that a lot of you were dropped from the patreon and we just wanted to say that if you do want to rejoin the patreon uh there's a couple of ways to fix it the first and foremost is to contact your bank tell them it isn't a fraud and retry the payment or to update to a totally different payment um, information. It's, of course, totally okay if you guys don't want to rejoin. There is no pressure there. But for those of you who did get kicked and think that perhaps, you know, we kicked you, that is not what happened. We don't want anyone thinking that. <laughs> we want you to know that it was not our fault. We, uh, we would love to have you back, and we are so sorry that that happened. Yeah. yeah other thing is that Maria and I, after a long discussion, decided that the Spellcaster Coven tier, which is the Discord tier with the box, the monthly mm-hmm. subscription box, uh, we decided to lower the price of it. So it is now $40 instead of $50. Um, so you get everything that you did get before. <laughs> the Discord, the class, uh, the articles, the monthly spell box, mm-hmm. etc. Just $10 cheaper. So it's 20% less, which is so exciting. And the boxes are so much fun. I mean, last month we fun. did mirror spells, and this month we're doing charm bags. Which is going to be so, so fun. Casting. I'm so excited. Sorry, I'm sorry. So... Charm casting, not charm yes, bags. Yes, charm casting. Well, they come with the charm bag. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm... The <laughs> bag of charms. Mixed up. <laughs> Very excited. We are excited. Um, but yeah, if you are somebody who's been on the fence about, you know, joining Spellcaster, it's now 20% less. So hopefully we see you there. And the last Patreon announcement, <laughs> there's so many. <laughs> the last Patreon announcement is that we do have our class as always. Mm-hmm. This month is going to be with Crescent and Craft, uh, AKA Nika Phillips. She's doing a class on how she makes her incredible 
candles, her chime so candles. Cute. They're so cool. And she's going to teach you guys how to make them for yourself if you want to. So like, I think that's so cool. I'm really excited. And as a reminder that if you can't make the class, which is on June 27th at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, that it is recorded. And so you can watch it later as long as you're in the library tier now. Mm-hmm. So we hope yeah. to see you there. <laughs> I really want one of her pomegranate candles. Me? I really want one of the mushrooms. Oh, I tried true. to get my hands on the mushrooms the last few times she's done it, and I've just not been quick enough. We're so bad with keeping up with <laughs> we one are. shot. Please. It's like, it's that reminders. It's always like when you're in the middle of doing something, you're like, well, yeah. crap. Oh, <laughs> rats. <laughs> So that being said, all those Patreon Patreon announcements, do you want to read our first story? Yeah. Okay, so our first one is from Molly, and they say, Hey, y'all. First off, I just want to say I love your guys' podcast. I listen to it religiously, and I love the Coffee Talk episodes and listening to other listener stories and having a blast. But this time, I have a story to submit. This weekend, literally an hour ago, <laughs> I participated in some kitchen witchery and made some um prosecco grapes that sounds delicious yes it does sound delicious and with these grapes i just stirred in attentions and wishes for this upcoming season i've made these grapes before and knew they were bomb as f but this time as i was eating them i noticed they were a little off anyways i kept digging in but they were (laughs) just so busy not like the last time i had them anywho a couple of grapes later it clicked that maybe i shouldn't have (laughs) used old grapes and made this when i bought them a week ago (laughs) (laughs) i thought the prosecco would revive the wrinkles kind of so there's the hoping my spell still worked and I didn't get food poisoning love you all so much that is awful <laughs> I just you know it's not you know when you accidentally taste like old fruit and it like it's like an allergic reaction like your whole mouth like tingles like wants to throw up immediately yeah well like how, I can't how I can't do that <laughs> I can't listen. I'm not a picky eater. Like I eat pretty much anything, especially mm-hmm. if it's like fruits and vegetables. I, there's not a lot I don't like. But if something like I can't, you know, when you like get like a carrot and the carrot's like a little floppy, mm-hmm. can't do it immediately. As soon as I see it, I'm like, nope, it's garbage. <laughs> like this is garbage. Oh, there's one brown spot on my lettuce. Goodbye. Compost <laughs> into the compost. Like I can't do it, and I know that that's like horrible food waste. But to my credit, I try to only buy stuff the same day I'm going to use it, mm-hmm. so that way I don't have food waste. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no. If I saw a wrinkly grape, I'd be like, well, there goes my entire plan. I cannot possibly use these. I just like how they mentioned how they were just so busy. <laughs> That's like the same reaction I get from like eating kiwis because I'm allergic to kiwi. Oh my gosh. Like, mm, nope. As soon as that feeling hits, nope. Instant no. <laughs> Im- immediate no. <laughs> oh goodness. All right. Well, our next story comes from Danny. 
And it says, of course, I have to start by saying how much I love the podcast. Like many witches, I got my start in Wicca, but I've never really spoke to me fully. And your podcast has been a wonderful resource to learn from and get recommendations. Thanks for that. Thank you, Danny. That's very nice. Yeah, thank you. Now on to the story of how I realized that I am the dumbest, most stubborn <laughs> witch alive. <laughs> oh, such a t-shirt. I would wear it. <laughs> I would also wear that shirt that just says dumbest, dumbest witch to ever live. <laughs> I would feel stubborn too. Like, you know, when you're so like set into your ways and like. Oh my God. Yeah. As I said above, I got my start in Wicca when I was around 12 or 13 years old. I'm now 27 and I practice on and off throughout the years because I didn't really know where I fit in the witchy world. I have Irish ancestry and I knew that certain Irish Celtic lore really stood out for me. But I was stumped as to where to start. Like Maria, I really value my home and hearth, so I started looking into deities like Bridget. Around this time, I also learned of the Morgan, and to be honest, she sounded scary as fuck. <laughs> Hashtag relatable. <laughs> I, immediately the thought, Sorry, <laughs> I immediately thought, uh, nope, this can't be for me. This path sounds too hard. Maybe if younger me and if younger me and given a single damn second to ref- uh, reflection about how my life had gone that point i would have seen this coming but alas i was young and stubborn slash obtuse okay on to the witchy part on october 16th 2021 i love that you know the exact date good for you girl Uh, (laughs) i was living in a house in maryland and there were crows everywhere for those that may not be familiar crows are one of the main animal correspondents of the morrigan these crows were in the road, on the lawns, on the rooftops, in the trees, and in the sky. I am talking Alfred Hitchcock's The Bird's Level of Crows. <laughs> like Moira Rose, <laughs> stars the crows have eyes too. <laughs> the growing number of crows. <laughs> oh my god. A plus reference. I'm sorry, that actually really tickled me. <laughs> I love that show so much. Uh, I'm just like picturing her with all the feathers. With her terrible accent. Oh god, that was very funny. Um, I cannot stress that I've never seen this number of birds in one place, much less crows. Cars were stopping uh, in the street because of the sheer number of birds. But my dumbass just thought, wow, so cool (laughs) to experience autumn bird migration. (laughs) I'm dying. This is so funny. (laughs) Wow. Look at all these migrating crows. A common thing with crows. This happens all the time, guys. Crows. crows, The birds known for migrating (laughs) in the autumn. Oh, shit. Um... Later, I looked it up, and turns out American crows do not make migrate for winter. <laughs> oh my god, this is so funny! I'm like actually crying. <laughs> Still, my Virgo sun and moon self-rationalized it and thought, "Eh, it must just be a coincidence." A few months later, uh, after that, I met a bird expert and asked them what could have caused such a gathering. And the uh, trademark bird expert, (laughs) Annie, you're so funny. (laughs) 
this is such a funny email. <laughs> the bird expert, expert trademark seemed thoroughly shook and said with zero confidence there must have been food or something. Maybe. <laughs> Around this time, I also started seeing crows follow me on hikes, despite not ever feeding them or doing anything to entice them, and I had never seen crows in the area before. Crow feathers also kept showing up uh, by a specific tree I always say hello to on a specific hike. I rationalized all of this and just walked by these obvious signs and shook it all off uh, of the thoughts that I had that this could potentially be spiritual. With hindsight, the bird gathering event was definitely a warning for some things that were about to happen in my household, and I put the blinders up for sure. Anyway, it still took me two years to realize that the Morgon is my deity, and that bitch was not giving me a choice in the matter, <laughs> lol. I've just started really diving into my education and reading on the matter, and I've had it had been super rewarding to feel like I finally found some answers that should have been more obvious to me many years ago. Minor trigger warning. I grew up in a very Catholic household and my father was physically abusive. Uh, to a the chaotic household. Sorry. What did I say? <laughs> what did Catholic. I say? Catholic. Oh my God. You guys, I'm really pretty. I don't know how to, I don't need to know how to read. <laughs> My household was very Catholic, as as is common. (laughs) I meant to say chaotic household. (laughs) Eventually, I started Taekwondo by high school. I was a second degree black belt and was teaching classes, which make this whole thing even funnier to me with the goddesses of war, that the goddesses of war have claimed me. The whole life, my whole life has been filled with the Morgon influence, and I am just a slow learner. I hope this could have maybe provided a little laugh. Oh, it provided oh, a very large laugh. It Thank did. you. <laughs> uh, and, I, or as I've been laughing about it myself for weeks, I've also attached a photo of the birds <laughs> and have to say that it doesn't begin to do it justice, as there are so many on my roof and the trees that you can't see. Thank you for reading this. Anyway, bye, witches. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my do you god. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god, it is the crowing. That's so funny. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my goodness, that was so funny. Thank you that for sharing hilarious. that, Danny. That was hilarious. Yes. That was really good. That was so funny. <laughs> I love that it was the bird expert trademark. TM. <laughs> hashtag expert on birds. <laughs> Oh no. Oh goodness. I actually got like water in my eyes from that. Me that was too. so that funny. Was really good. That, that was, was so actually good. so fucking funny. You're a really good storyteller, Danny. Thank you. It's just so funny how oblivious we can be to like signs and stuff. I know. <laughs> so fucking funny. That's why we're all, you know, don't search for it. You you'll know. Yeah, as long you'll as you literally not be stubborn know. and is what it wasn't dumb and stubborn. Stubborn, dumb and stubborn. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that was so fucking funny. Oh, Do you want to read good. our next one? Sure. <laughs> Sorry, the rest of the stories. Um, hopefully you guys don't get overshadowed by how fucking funny that was. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, so hello again. It's Isabel, the one who sent you the email about a disgusting broken toe. <laughs> Thank you for reading my stories. I'm going to give a little bit of backstory. My family has a hummingbird that hangs around our house, so much so that we have named him. His name is Luke Skywalker because he sounds like a lightsaber. That's adorable. Yes. Anyways, Luke flew super close to my mom one day in April. He was a foot away from her. It was crazy. Then we started not seeing him as often. We now only see him once a month or so. A week or so later, my grandfather died on the second week of May. It was a little hard, but we stayed strong. About a week after his passing, my family and I went to a local honey festival. A lot of cool businesses were there, and we found this really awesome booth with fun Mexican clothing and accessories. The lady had a lot of earrings with hummingbirds on them. We absolutely had to tell the lady about Luke. After we told her about our story, she tells us this myth that when a hummingbird flies really close to you, its legend is that a loved one will soon die. My mom and I were frozen in shock. Hope you like this myth and chilling story. Wishing you wellness. Izzy Fizzy. <clears throat> Sorry about your loss. That's awful. Mm-hmm. That's really sweet. I've heard that. <clears throat> I've heard a lot of different myths about hummingbirds and I always mm-hmm. think that they're so endearing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I haven't heard that specific one, but I haven't heard that one either, but there's there's so many, like, fascinating little, like, myths and folklores Mm. around hummingbirds. Because they're so cute and little magical. They 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 are. Yeah, they're like little bird fairies. Yeah. (laughs) They're cute. I love them very much. They're just so sweet and wonderful. I love them. (laughs) I'm very glad I I didn't put up my bird feeder this year. Um, just because there's, you know, you have to stay on top of cleaning it, like 100%, like, mm. especially in the summer here, so it's gets so hot, like every three days, yeah. but when our chase tree was blooming, like we actually had a few, just go and get some stuff off the flowers. So we see when we were house sitting for a family friend a couple months ago, they have a tree in their backyard. I don't know what it is. It's got like red like, I don't know, like, it's got red things on it. I don't know how to describe <laughs> it. I would have to draw it for you. Um, and at which point, if I'm drawing it for you, I could probably just like Google something crazy and then find the tree itself. Anyway, <clears throat> there's this tree in their backyard that has like these red, weird flower things on it. Mm-hmm. And there was a hummingbird nest in the tree. <gasps> I told you that I lost their cat, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I was up this like, <laughs> terrace looking for the cat and while I was up there I saw this hummingbird nest and it was so cool they're so small they're so tiny and you see these little tiny hummingbirds in it that are like microscopic it was was like the most precious thing ever if I wasn't so stressed out about having lost their cat it would have been so magical (laughs) (laughs) you're like this is really cute but anyways but yeah but anyway uh, if we could just find that cat that'd be great for those listening, I did find the cat. I had to get a trapper. It was a whole thing. Um, but we did get the cat back. <laughs> Sneaking it into the box like a little oh raccoon. Oh my god. Like, I was literally... <laughs> it was the most dramatic thing ever. It was so dramatic. 
<laughs> we had to get like like um security camera to like watch the cat it was a whole thing <laughs> anyway we have one more story but this story is like really long and i think it's better to save this one for next time okay so that being said marie and i got actually from isabel who sent the last story um <laughs> uh isabel sent us an email that actually prompted an idea for us mm-hmm. for you guys so we got sent a question and we thought that instead of answering the question because that's what we do in our part twos on the patreon mm-hmm. we would instead present the question to you all lovely listeners and we're gonna post it on social media so that way you guys can submit questions to the podcast for the for the coffee talks mm-hmm. and then we're just gonna present it to you guys on social media so that way you guys can participate and yeah give people your opinion and advice and feedback i think it might be a really fun community building mm-hmm. answers uh, from the community yeah yeah and it's always good to hear other people's opinions and stuff like that like many different opinions just so you can form your own opinions and you can choose what feels right and what resonates with you the most Absolutely. It's one of those things I know Maria and I are such a broken record on how hearing other people's opinions helps you to have a stronger, more well-rounded practice, but it's true. And Mm -hmm. I think we can all learn from each other's perspectives. And so we're going to just open this up to you guys. You can submit us questions that you would like to hear feedback from the community on. Mm-hmm. Um, so just like you would submit us ghost stories or funny stories, etc. Mm-hmm. Just go ahead and send us questions and we can't promise that we're going to share all of them. Um, but we'll do our best. And this will mm-hmm. be just kind of how we're going to start closing coffee talks if we get enough of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I do have one personal story to tell before we sign off. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I've done this whole like let's get the question and then we can do your okay. Um, okay go ahead we can do your personal story uh, the question is how do I continue my practice even when I have uh, low magical energy or no magical energy that's what I call it no spelled K-N-O-W I think Isabel means low magical energy. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to just put that in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, my physical health has been poor lately and I haven't done a spell or my pagan practice since January. My heart is longing to do a spell, but my body is too tired to put my energy forth for it. Help. So we're going to post this with the coffee talk mm-hmm. announcement on Instagram. Same for Twitter. If you follow us there and we'd love to hear your guys' feedback. Why don't you guys give Izzy your your opinions? Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like fun. So what is your story? Okay. So um, we went to Virginia last week. And um, on my grandfather's side, um, my family is originally from Virginia, specifically the Williamsburg, Jamestown area. Um, okay, so we go there because, okay, so half of our ancestors were very terrible people. The other half were Native Americans. I'm sure you can guess. But anyways, so we like to go visit those areas and pay respect and venerate like our ancestors, like the yeah. ones. 
obviously. Um, but while we were touring around the area and just kind of like walking around and stuff, um, we were walking past this really old tree. I'm not sure what type of tree it was, but it was kind of like where the roots were all out and like humongous and like sweeping across the ground. And it was late at night, by the way. And I heard like weeping coming from the tree. There's no one by the tree. Excuse me. Yeah, there's no one by the tree, like, at all. And I just got, like, this overwhelming feeling of, like, sadness. And, and like, in my, like, mind's eye sort of, like, situation, um, like, I heard there's a body buried here. <laughs> yeah. So, but this was a really old area, so I don't think, like, the body is recent <laughs> because people would be able to tell because people walk by it all the time, even at night. Yeah, but still. <laughs> but, Ugh. so, if you work in the Williamsburg area, please, maybe, like, I don't know. Although, Go figure out if there's, there's a body, body buried there. Oh, well, okay, I do want to say that the area around that area um, used to be burial ground, so... That's interesting. And like, really, if you think about it, there's probably bodies buried everywhere. I probably sat on top of a body right now. That's just like, statistically speaking, right? Mm -hmm. But that's still sad. Because like, obviously, whatever, I mean, if there's a spirit there, whatever, they're obviously very connected to a trauma. That sucks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, if I lived the closer, obviously I would go in somehow, like pay respects and stuff. But oh, I thought you were gonna say you were gonna go and dig up the body, and I was like, ma'am, no, ma'am, please get a fucking grip. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, just please be so fucking for real for a minute. <laughs> oh, no, that stuck with me. It was an amazing trip. Like, but yeah, whole sad ghost story. Just yeah. one of those little glimpses that we get from time to time. It's it's almost nice in some ways because it's like nice kind of to have this like spirit moment. Mm-hmm. It always sucks when it's like sad. Yeah. <laughs> and especially yeah. when there's like nothing you can do about it. Like if you're home yeah. or you're near the place that, you know, you can do even something if, about even it. Even if you could do something about it, them crying that like the, the spirit crying that a body is buried there and not being specific about it, etc. Mm-hmm. Like if you are right on the money, that just is almost to me like a traumatic event replaying kind of a thing, not necessarily like, cause if they're saying a body, then they don't know who's buried there. They just know mm-hmm. that a body is buried there and they're having this kind of reaction to it. Mm-hmm. And, like it's almost like this, the emotion is replaying, not necessarily the spirit. And that's sad. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Ugh. Anyway. Well, thank you all so much for joining us this week for Coffee Talk. We hope to see you next week for our regular episode. We're going to do another witchy tool episode. You can check out our websites for links to our submission forms or shoot us an email at submissions at coffeeandcauldrons.com to tell us any ghost stories, witchy stories, tips, or topics that you think the community would love to hear. 
And as always, if you enjoy coffee and cauldrons, please take a moment to review us on Apple Podcasts or even Spotify. Or if you want to support us directly, consider joining us on Patreon, where we share articles, a special part two exclusive episode, have a spell of the month box, a discord, a class. And we, we have, have almost 500 articles now. I was because I had to go through and add the new tier, <laughs> the adjustments. It's almost 500 articles, guys. That's crazy. So for 15 bucks a month, you can have end up, you can have access to almost 500 witchy articles and part twos and just all sorts of crazy stuff. So yeah, and I'm there. right now doing a large article, like a little booklet on card like interpretations and stuff. So I do one on on scissors, the magic of scissors and how we can utilize them. And I have made a joke about scissoring. I literally have made a joke about scissoring right on the cover. It's called Scissoring Made Easy. It's going to be great. (laughs) Someone in a relationship with a woman. I love that. (laughs) Well, that being said, see you guys next time. (laughs) See ya. Bye. Bye.